some cases for a different thing every week or every two weeks or however often I upload this podcast and it may also allude to the fact that uh, there may be some type of medical diagnosis but that is really not the case uh, I named the podcast five things five things a weekly obsession because it's just something that If you are passionate about something and you want to share it with everybody, a lot of times people aren't excited about the same thing that you're excited about when you're excited about it, right? So again, this is not any type of medical podcast. It's not any type of um, way for you to get a um, some type of diagnosis or treatment for anything that may be deeper than surface issues and again I'm not a professional about anything but I wanted to talk today about anxiety because I feel like that's something everybody wrestles with on one uh, level or another it may be extreme it may be something that is minor Uh, you only you know what is uh, your level and when you need to go and talk to somebody professionally but today I just wanted to talk about five things that reduce my anxiety because uh, in the past I would say past 20-30 days I mean at the end of the year wrapping up let's just be honest it's a very stressful time for a lot of people there's a lot of stuff going on a lot of things that need to be wrapped up at work um, as far as um, your assignments or your your profession is concerned, there's a lot of things that need to be completed and wrapped up at home as far as your taking care of your responsibilities and your family and your and in some cases celebrating with others and uh, preparing and planning for those things. So again, I just wanted to talk about five things that reduce anxiety because I felt that writing those things down gave me a little bit more control over what I was going to do or helped me to really calm down about hey even though you may feel this way there are some things that you already do that make you feel a little bit better about your day so this is going to be a power-packed episode because not only do I have five but I got five plus five bonus right after this okay so anxiety is a feeling of worry nervousness or unease typically about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome so that's like 
the definition of what anxiety is. And in some cases, it may not be uncertain outcome. It just may be, I've got to get to that outcome. I've got to get to that point. And just reaching it, reaching it or getting to that point in life, whether it be a day from now, a week from now, a month from now, an hour from now, or years from now, just getting to that point can cause a little uh, elevated stress, a little rapid heartbeat, a little bit of sweat on the brow, you know, those types of things. But uh, I wanted to just write down some things that help me, and then I wanted to share them and say, hey, if they help me to kind of calm down, relax, they may help other people in the world too. So uh, again, this is my power packed five plus five episode. And uh, let's just get started with the the number one thing or one of the things this is not in any particular order what I do because I like to um, I found out that I really like to travel and my next big thing in life in my, as far as retirement or my next stage in life I'm definitely going to enjoy more cruises and so <laughs> That being said, what I like to do is watch cruise videos on YouTube. And again, a lot of times my fives involve YouTube videos and links in the description. So if you haven't already figured that out, uh, once you finish listening listening to uh, all these tips, you'll find a treasure trove of links because by profession I am uh, someone who uh, creates uh, learning material for others. (laughs) And so incorporating those links and the resources is something that I really like to do and share with you so definitely look in the description in the show notes and find all the links to the things that we're talking about so again my, my top thing is looking to, looking at videos about cruise ships and cruises and that general topic on YouTube so they have like a million and a half videos <laughs> literally and so you can and people are uploading things all the time and so anything from packing to how to pack lightly to how to pack for a five-day cruise how to pack for a 15-day cruise and then you also have cruise documentaries and you have uh, just um, the tour of the ships all those things are just a part of the, the treasure trove of items that you can find about cruise liners on YouTube and I don't know if it's the action of the traveling and the voice of the travelers or the description of the trips more so than the water in the background and the waves and the the just seeing those beautiful uh, landscapes and seascapes in the background all of those things together helps me to feel like oh there is a place there is a time if it's not now for me there will be a time for me in the future where I'll be able to get to that in person because I'm planning to enjoy that again and again but in the meantime I can kind of take my mind away from all those stressors or the things that I'm having to be responsible for and just get away and think about that island or that beach or that cruise ship or that excursion or that trip and the beautiful blue waters and the the different types of blue waters Uh, just talking about it makes me feel better but again the number one thing that I like to do is just 
veg out, chill out, and sit on the couch or sit on, you know, sit somewhere quiet and just watch a video or two about that topic. And it is like so soothing. So to me, if you can find a video or a topic that you are just enamored with, like for instance, if I like cruise ships, you might like trains or someone else may like I don't know um, skydiving or and honestly I don't understand how anybody how anybody can commit themselves to jumping out of a plane on purpose but if that's your thing and you like that feeling or that rush of air or the sound of those things you could probably find videos about it on the internet somewhere and just having that as your go-to so again my top one the top thing on my list is watching the video of the activities that I like the most and everything that goes with it is a part of um, what's on the YouTubes <laughs> uh, and you can also uh, like I said there's, there's short videos but there's documentaries that are like 45 minutes in length so if it's something that you want to just you know have a more of a knowledge and be more knowledgeable about that subject it's not just learn just seeing something it's about learning something and getting more information about it too on a topic that you really like so at any rate that's my number one uh, your number one can be something completely different but at any rate that's on my list okay the next thing on my list is exercise uh, you may not think of it as a way to reduce anxiety but the research has shown that you can definitely um, increase your endorphins and those things really help you feel chemically better uh, immediately and then the long-term effect is that your health your fitness all of that increases and you're introducing the endorphins to your system on a regular basis personally I can tell when I don't exercise on a regular basis I just don't feel the same way I don't have access to the chemicals that keep me feeling uh, level or keep me feeling happy or motivated or just generally upbeat so a little bit of exercise every day uh, is awesome and it is something that uh, this, to me sweat it makes me feel warm makes me feel alive and even though you may feel like oh that's not my thing if you feel like it's not your thing I would uh, suggest that you just try it and not with any other goal in mind but to break a sweat and increase those endorphins that are inside of you that actually will help you feel better and reduce that anxiety immediately all right so the next thing on my list this is number three um, and, and it seems as though the things that are on my list are all pointing back to other episodes of my um, the, the, the podcast so if you see something here or if you hear me say something it may be that I've talked about it before but again this is just these are the things that are a part of what I like so I talk about them uh, but number three is singing out loud again research has shown that singing uh, can actually increase endorphins and so I didn't even realize this but as a young person 
I've always sung with the choir. I've always sung in the car. I've always sung at home. Uh, I have uh, a, a lot of karaoke type equipment to do that. And it's not like I go out in public and do it. But if I want to sing at home, if I want to sing in the car, then um, I have a, a microphone that is available within arm's reach. <laughs> and they're not expensive. They may be, you know, from a couple of dollars, maybe 10 or 15 But the, the whole thing, is, and you don't have to have microphones. You could just turn the radio on, turn on some music, or just go back to your you know, kindergarten days and sing the NCBC Spider with a little kid. But those things, just the act of taking a deep breath, holding that deep breath and sustaining a note is actually a part of a lot of other other types of practices that help you reduce anxiety. And so singing out loud, uh, my, my top uh, ways to sing would be at home, alone, uh, karaoke with others, and sometimes in a public atmosphere. If you ever been in a like a big box store, pushing a basket, a grocery store, or one of those big warehouse stores where you just have like aisles and aisles of products and very scarce people, and then a really cool song comes over the uh, the PA system because they want you to be in the shopping mood then by all means, go ahead and sing with the song. And it will, maybe you're singing to yourself in the aisle, but maybe somebody on the next aisle hears you. To me, that's like uh, icing on the cake for some odd reason. Even if it's bad singing, it's good singing. Um, and uh, and so that's fun for me. I don't do it all the time. I'm not a crazy singing in the, in the store lady. But every once in a while, if there's a song that I just cannot, I cannot let go of. Like, for instance, like... Um, a Whitney Houston song comes on in the middle of the store. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to sing along for at least the hook, for at least the hook of the song. Um, so those are some things that, you know, it, it makes me feel good. And if you have the freedom in your life, if you have that free spirit to do that, if you let yourself go, if you let yourself be silly in public, then those things where you and the times where you have to be serious, where you have to be you know very stern or very focused those things aren't as taxing on you because you've let yourself go you've let yourself be free for at least a moment in time right all right moving on to my number four thing um and this may not be the healthiest thing but it helps me feel better uh number four is eating large amounts of tacos (laughs) and i know you didn't think that i was gonna say something like uh overeating on the same list with exercise but I'm sorry that's just the type of girl I am so yes exercise is a good thing and that but sometimes you just want to have a a chow down session on your favorite you know something and honestly tacos aren't that bad because if you put like enough lettuce and greenery on them and not a whole lot of meats and cheeses and things it can still be a pretty healthy and satisfying type of dish so uh, eating large amounts of tacos cooking something special or hosting a dinner party all of those things are on my number four of list so just the eating of uh, the tacos I would say making your own tacos will help them stay on the healthy 
part of the spectrum uh, and honestly I don't have this on my list but cooking can definitely be something that reduces stress because if you um, think about it it's kind of like an art form if you've never been into cooking or never been much for the kitchen I suggest you know hey go to the webs go to the internet and find like some recipes of something that you really have enjoyed once in your life and just go to the you know the store get the ingredients plan a day where you can put the things together whether it turns out good or whether it turns out not so good you did it yourself you can you know eat large amounts of tacos or whatever the thing is or not eat it take a picture of it and goof on yourself and you know share it with your friends and family and say hey look what I made it's gross it tastes nasty but I did it you know and those types of things just activities arts and crafts the things that we used to do when we were like kids those types of things actually help you know help you connect with your your creative side and being creative actually does help reduce anxiety for me anyway and so uh, the eating the large amount of tacos on my list is also tied to creating and making the tacos I like to at this point I have turned into a taco connoisseur no pun intended I don't know what puns you might get from that but um so there's you know how you put lettuce in tacos well you can actually use darker green leafy vegetables like spinach or I like the spinach mixes if you can go to the store and get the spinach mix a lot of times in the spinach mix you'll have like a kale a spinach you'll have some spring greens and if you have those they are really good with like a light vinaigrette mix them up with some things that are like in a salad but make them like very small and then put that on the taco of course you can put all kinds of different um, fillings like it doesn't have to be ground beef or ground meat or sausages it can also be things like uh, tilapia or salmon or uh, just anything else that's healthier so I'm not suggesting that you go on a binge and you know which leads to a diabetic coma at all it's just a matter of taking something that a food that you like and creating it making it special for me making a gourmet chef boyardee type deal no you know infringement uh, intended but you know I'll make it chef boyardee <laughs> for my name for my initial and then um, make it something delicious make it special and then um, that would be something that helps me reduce stress because I've planned to cook and create and then feast alright moving on to the number five planning a vacation you know me we already talked about this we talk about it every episode almost but me planning the episode planning the excursions planning the the trips uh, finding out going on in on the internet and doing the research finding about, out about the hotels and where they are and if they have breakfast included if they have Wi-Fi included where are some of the places that I want to go how much does it cost it costs a whole lot does it cost a little bit how much does it cost what is the down payment and I know all these things may sound like stressors to you but for me doing the rest doing the um, 
the research and then making the the decisions actually is a very fun way of spending my time I like being able to get away from what I'm doing in my real life and planning to get away from it <laughs> like running away from home almost is a stress reliever for me so if I do that 6 to 12 months in advance or maybe 24 months I haven't done a 24 month in advance one yet uh, but I may do that uh, and just being able to plan and prepare and every month do a little bit and a little bit more and stealing away and doing research that may be you know like learning a new language or finding out what is the proper attire for a ceremonial feast at that place so those types of things will help you to you know just take your mind off of what's going on in front of you so that in 6 to 12 months or 24 months you'll actually be able to uh, enjoy that particular event so that's my number five all right number six let's get back to things that are not so self-serving <laughs> and do a volunteer event and so volunteering is very crucial and very important to me and I haven't had a chance to do it on a regular basis lately but just had to have a sip of water but what happens is um, we get busy we get in over over you know scheduled and just really really busy with things that we have to do for ourselves and we thinking of, we're thinking about me and what I have to do and what I'm responsible for and it is very stressful when you start thinking about someone else and helping someone else it immediately puts you into a perspective a place of perspective and so if you don't have a place where you can volunteer like your local um, religious organization for example if you are a member of a, a church or a religious group you may be able to easily find something within that organization where you can volunteer and help others um, like soup kitchens or clothes uh, closets or community giveaways uh, if you are in that type of religious organization if you're not a part of that you can still be a part of community groups and find uh, something that uh, relates to your interest and it's not something that you do every day or all day long or um, you know it's just something that you could do periodically and if you do it on a regular basis regularly once a month or regularly once every two weeks or regularly once a week then those things help you to put the rest of your life in perspective so um, seek out those info uh, those opportunities and you may think oh well I don't really just know a whole lot of people I don't know anyone or where to go and I'm shy honestly there are ways where you don't have to be shy you can just be somebody new and just say hey I'm interested in what you're interested in I want to join your group so this there's this website called meetup meetup.com and no it's not like that it is meeting up with people who have similar interests in a group and they will you can participate with the group sometimes it is for just meeting up and discussing or reviewing those topics and in some cases it is about 
um, volunteering and giving back to the community. So meetup.com. I'll put the description. I'll put it in the description notes, and you can go to the website, uh, search for your city, and then you can find a whole lot of different organizations where you can participate, and you may be able to volunteer. And of course, there are the national volunteer organizations like your United Way and your um, meal pantries that are a part of your local city's um, initiatives. Uh, you can definitely reach out to them via their websites because they're always looking for uh, donations and volunteers. You can donate your money, but for me, donating money is just a part of what makes me a well-rounded individual. I can give you a couple of dollars, I can give you more than a couple of dollars, but if I actually take my time and my energy and my efforts and I go and I connect with people, to me that helps you, but it also helps me and it helps me to put my life in perspective. Things are not that bad. Uh, I would suggest even if you feel like you are at the lowest point of your life, like someone who feels like you have uh, hit rock bottom, you can't talk to anybody, you don't have anything. Uh, if you volunteer, if you wash up, put on some clean clothes, and if you can comb your hair and brush your teeth and wash your face and go someplace and volunteer, you are one up and you are a little bit, your life is a little bit better than someone else's, I guarantee it. But just giving back, even if you don't have a place to live and you don't have a way to wash your face and brush your hair, giving back and volunteering for someone else, again, will help you put your life into perspective. And then those opportunities could lead to an opportunity for you as well. So, um, and then, you know, there's an old adage that you reap what you sow. And so putting something like that, good positive energy out into the world definitely has no option but to return to you as a good positive effect all right so let's move on to number seven reading okay so if you're not a reader if you don't pick up books often you're living your life wrong okay <laughs> no um, I'm just kidding but honestly for me picking up a book and and I and there have been years where I was like, I don't have time, I'm busy, I am running back and forth doing this for um, my family, for my kids, for just, you know, my my students, my, my boss, whatever. And so didn't feel like I had a whole lot of time. But I've just realized recently that there was something missing. Reading was a part of that. And so... I decided that whenever someone that I was listening to, whether it was a, a very juicy podcast or a guest speaker somewhere, or I saw something, if I was enjoying something interesting and they mentioned a book in the midst of what they were doing, that I would make note of that book and I would go back and I would see if I could find it and I would read it. And so... This year, um, I just decided, hey, I'm just going to start picking up books. And do you know that there have been podcasts and they, they mention a book, oh, there's this author, and they say this, and I will go immediately to my phone and look it up on Amazon, find the book, and put it in my cart. 
so the next time because this is the thing if I'm reading something and I finish it I got this thing inside of me where I'm like okay now I need to read another book let me find something else that's good but I'm very very picky about the things that I read I personally do not like books about fantasy like fiction uh, I just don't like fiction reading anymore and maybe I need to get back to that but I like things that are based on reality so I guess you call that nonfiction right <laughs> but um, so things of um, uh, help self-help books and um, uh, right now I'm reading uh, the um, memoir of our former first lady Michelle Obama which is if you haven't read read it already uh, it's really good yeah I'm not going to publicize her book any more than it already has she has sold a mil millions of books I'm sure uh, but it's really good and I've also read um, Shonda Rhimes year of yes this year I've read T.D. T.D. Jake's Soar and what's this other book Mindy Kaling why not me read those I've got a, co a couple of other books that I have uh, intend on reading I've already purchased them uh, I love Issa Rae and I have her The Misadventures of Awkward Black Girl sitting on my desk right now so I think I'm going to wait until I go on a trip and take that one those are more light read that's like a more light reading I've got a couple of other books um, I've read the four what is that the four agreements by Miguel Ruiz I think that's his name and I just I this year I've read uh, and it was on my um, my uh, list of goals for 2018 and I have definitely past the goal I, I was to read five books in the last um, six months and I've done that and then some one two three four five, I've done that and uh, I'm looking forward to being even more of a reader in 2019 in the years to come and so I, I did I it was a period of time many many years where I felt like I wasn't reading real books and that doesn't say that I wasn't reading at all I was reading things like on the internet though and so and pamphlets and things but I wasn't reading like cover to cover things that had a start middle and an end I was more of a let me read this article about this and I read some of it the bullet points the bold things and then I was busy and I go and do what I scurry off and do whatever else I needed to do but again that wasn't me taking my time and really relishing in the activity and calming down focusing my eyeballs on something training my brain all of those things are in my opinion are like uh, activities of focus and discipline and determination to start a book and finish it like this Michelle Obama book for me this is a thick read this is a very long book with a lot of little bitty words and a lot of pages and I am honestly I'm in the middle I'm smack dab in the middle of this book and it is uh, it's taken me a while but when I do pick it up uh, I read like two or three 
chapters in a in a session, but then I'll be like two or three days and I don't read anymore, and I'll go to something else. Or I'll do something else. Or I'll read a shorter book, which is, uh, you know, I just admit it. It's a good book, but it's a long, heavy read for me. So I don't know what that means for me. I'm not pushing it. I want to enjoy the process. I want to enjoy the book. So uh, I'm just, you know, when I get led by my my you know inner reader to go back to reading uh, Becoming then I will pick the book back up again and in fact I probably this being uh, the last and honestly I'm recording this, this is the last day of the year I'll probably read a few more chapters I'm not gonna push myself to read it by the end of the year uh, it's a nice book and I don't have to say I must read this by midnight on December the 31st that's eh, not my style but what I am going to do is on my goals list for the next year have a goal of reading a certain amount of books and maybe um, just leave it at that a goal to just c continue having this as a good habit and not just being an internet reader read little um, articles small articles and then chop jump to the next topic alright so let's go on to uh, the last three um, after let's take a little break and then we'll do the last three after this short break okay thanks for coming back now again we're gonna wrap this thing up with the top three or the bottom three or the last three things that I have on my list to reduce anxiety and again I'm not a professional I am not a professional doctor if you are experiencing anxiety please hang up and dial your you know 911 <laughs> but uh, even if you are someone who feels like uh, things are caving in on you you need to talk to somebody who is a professional um, I am in making this list and making this podcast self-medicating <laughs> in a way and I honestly yeah I would say making a podcast could be considered anxiety reducing because talking things out just saying it out loud hearing yourself vocalize those things can be a part of um my number three on my list which is which was singing it out loud but saying it out loud you know is also a thing too but um not necessarily listed not necessarily um a good habit if you get to the point where you are uh, screaming at yourself <laughs> uh, not to make light of any of this but honestly reducing anxiety is just a choice of mine to live a very well-rounded sane and uh, just a life where I can enjoy the ups and the downs the ebbs and the flows and being able to have a list at my disposal says that at any given moment if I feel like I am not at my best I can rein this crap back in and do something off of the list that makes me feel a little bit better and again if those are some things that you would like to use by all means please adapt this list for yourself edit it and use it at your discretion um, those are, you know, this is my gift to the world. This is my gift to you, um, everybody on the internet. So let's go on, move on to number eight. Um, 
and my number eight is what I'm doing now, which is create well creating, but it's listening to podcasts. And when I listen to podcasts, sometimes I'm at work. And to be very, very honest, if I listen to something that's too juicy, I cannot get a whole lot of work done. So I have to kind of listen to podcasts when I'm doing something that is not uh, very uh, brain intensive. So walking on the treadmill, riding the exercise bike. So those are two things at the same time, two anxiety reducing things that I do at the same time. Ride on the um, exercise bike and then listen to the podcast that's like icing on top of icing i'm serious so i'm listening to something really juicy um one of the podcasts that i used to that i love i still love they just don't make them anymore it's called another round with tracy and evan or heaven nagatu i'm not sure how to pronounce her last name but it's h-e-b-e-n so again one of my favorite podcasts they don't make it anymore uh lonely sad tear goes right there lonely sad tear emoji (laughs) but um if you like you know just listening to smart ladies talk about topics that are of pop culture at the time it was popular Uh, when you're listening to this now going forward if they don't ever make another episode then it is what it is but at the time it was really good juicy content not to um it was just really good information about what was going on at that period of time in the world they have an episode where they actually interviewed um hillary clinton she was running for office at that time I don't know how these two girls got an interview with her, but they did. And I'm not saying that they are any less of and she is any greater of. I'm just saying that at the time, a podcast was a relatively um, new and not uh, revered type of thing amongst serious politicians and such and so I don't know how or what led Hillary Clinton to be interviewed on her on their show um, but the show was produced by BuzzFeed and if BuzzFeed is still a thing by the time you're listening to this they may have some they have some connections with um, um, the show and but at any rate I loved that particular type of content very good well produced uh, not like this podcast <laughs> this is me in my garage right now the um but yeah it was very well produced type of show they had very good um, um commentary very good uh segments very silly segments and some very good strong information but it was all very juicy to listen to at work and it was not something that you could listen to while you're doing something um, meaningful so I suggest that if you're outside taking a walk exercising doing something that is not labor in mind labor intensive then by all means listen to a podcast which is probably something that you don't you do on a regular basis anyway if you're listening to me so again that is something that was that's on my list number eight number nine uh I like to do something creative, arts and crafts. So putting things together, doing things that are 
manipulative kinesthetic with my hands so and it, it may seem silly but creating something that may be beautiful to me or not so beautiful to anybody else I will I have cups on my desk now that I'm looking at and the cups are filled with ink pens felt pens thick pens um, colorful pens and crayons and fat crayons I got some fat crayons because I have uh, some nephews shout out to my nephews woo -woo. but I have um, <laughs> I have crayons but I also have a uh, book that um, a book that I read this year and I didn't even mention that the name of the book is everyone's an alien whether you're an alien too by Jomni Sun okay so I found out about the book I listened to a podcast listened to the podcast went online found the book ordered the book from Amazon got the book and it's a very simple uh, worded book you know it's almost written like a Hallmark card there's a few words and then a a black and white drawing on every page and so I followed the author on Twitter and found out that the people who read the book after reading the book decided that they would go back and color the pages Pew, mind blown alright so now I had to get colored pencils because I wanted my book to look like an adult colored it right but I also have some crayons too so I think maybe on my list of goals for 2019 I'm going to um, attempt to finish coloring the whole book. The book has about, oh, let me see, about 100 some pages. If oh, Let me look at it right quick. I love it though. It's a really um, whimsical type book. The, and the pages aren't really even numbered. But uh, yeah, it's about 100 and some pages, I would say. They, um, it's a really interesting book. It's not, uh, and when I said I like to read real people type of events, this is opposite of that completely. But it's it's so um, it's, it's just very simple. And when you take something very simple and you see that the, all the pages are in black and white, and the information that you're reading. It's just about someone who is an alien who cares about someone else. And again, if you want to completely relax, I would say get this book. It's like chicken soup for the soul type of thing, but on a real modern uh, way. Uh, and again, it's everyone's an alien when you're, and it's spelled you are a alien too and all the words are like misspelled in some kind of way which is another layer of creativity for the book so a lot of the words are misspelled um, and so that also will help you to put your life into perspective everything doesn't have to be straight laced crossed T's and I's dotted some things can be just very very um, very casual <laughs> and then once you read the book and you you love the book like everybody online loves the book then you can f and then you realize that you can now color the book it's like wow I got a twofer and one so yeah but that's kind of like um, 
an arts and crafts thing and again I will um, I volunteer at church with the babies in the nursery and we have to do uh, a lesson we do a little Bible lesson we also do an arts and crafts activity because if you don't put something uh, interesting in front of toddlers they will um, they'll kill you yeah they will take their little fingernails and they will scratch your your eyeballs out <laughs> not really but it seems that way so I have to be real creative when I go in that room and so what I do is I bring a bag of things to make uh, cards especially for a season just uh, we just had the Christmas holiday and so uh, you may not think it's appropriate but I think it's very appropriate to have little uh, foamy stickers which are so cheap um, little glue sticks and uh, I'll have some little things that they can glue to the paper and make their own little creations helping them and setting it up and organizing it helps me to relax and put my life in perspective and it also is a really great activity for them but you can do it yourself at home there are things that you have like seeds or cotton or if you have glue I have adhesive spray that I got from the dollar store glue sticks and um, scrapbook paper that if you go on the right day you can go to a, a, a store and get it for little or nothing and just make little doodads it may be something that you keep it may be something that you throw away um, but at the end of the day it's, it's something that you took some time and definitely were creative about it um, and so let's just move on to the last but not least item on my list and that is taking a long leisurely drive and of course you have to have the resources you gotta have a car right you gotta have a driver's license you gotta have somewhere to go you gotta have gas but I love 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 with another love in the capital capital love uh, when it's spring or summer when it's hot outside when the sun is out and when I have a day or two I love driving as far away from the house as possible and turning around and driving back before it gets dark and so we will um, back in the day when the kids were little we would take little family field trips and we would go places that are in driving distance of Memphis yes I'm in Memphis so we would go to places like Hot Springs and it, when I thought about it I was like oh I want to go there and then I felt like, oh, well, I have to have a whole lot of money. You got to do this, you got to do that. Honestly, it was a no-brainer. It was a matter of getting in the car, driving until you feel like you don't want to drive anymore, following the GPS. At that time, GPS was relatively a new thing. But I pulled it up on my phone, drove out there, and we found it. Uh, we were safe. We got out of the car, kissed the ground. <laughs> Not necessarily. I'm a good driver, honestly. But I love driving when it's very warm outside and very sunny and just have a really beautiful sky to look at. In the mountains of Tennessee, the mountains of Arkansas, uh, it was a really lovely drive. And then we got there. And what did we do first? I want to say we checked into a nice little, a little bitty cheap hotel. Um, and um, so it was real cheap and it was a it was near a Walmart I want to say so we went there 
went to the Walmart, got some snacks. I had some things in the cooler with me because I'm always like, okay, we got to have a car full of stuff just in case. Um, that is the, I don't know, the mom in me or the preparer in me, but whatever. Had a, a car full of stuff, went to the Walmart, walked around. Walmart in itself is a vacation. Um, if you agree, please comment below if this is the, the platform that you can comment on. Walmart in itself is an excursion. If you go to a different Walmart in a different city, you'll see something different, honestly. But anyway, we went to Magic Springs. It was really fun. But just getting there, the drive, the drive is awesome. Another really short drive um, is Nashville from here. A little bit of a longer drive is St. Louis. I've driven to St. Louis. I've driven to Nashville. We've, you know, it's a family. I don't think, oh yeah, I've driven some places by myself. I've driven as part of um, a, a work trip. We've, we drove up to Chattanooga. And even though uh, people think Chattanooga's on the other end of Tennessee, it really wasn't that bad of a drive. I love the mountains. I love looking at the mountains. And I love taking pictures of the mountains. So if you see anybody swerving uh, while you're on the, the mountains, it's me because I'm trying to take pictures and drive at the same time. Not very safe, but something that I like to do. Pictures and driving. Um, but those things, those long drives are awesome. And they help me feel relaxed at the end of that session. So at any rate, that is, that's about it. Yeah. If you um, have anything that you've gained from this list, please send me a little message. Send me a shout out. Uh, feel free to connect with me on anchor.fm. Send me a, a message, a voice message. I would love to hear your voice. Um, but uh, until the next time, I would say uh, take care and take care and I'll see you real soon. Bye bye.